is Smuggler's Cove, the brand new theme park where smuggling comes to life. Swing from the smuggler's rope or try diving down into the smuggler's caves. Take a ride on the smuggler's runaway mine train to escape crazy smuggler Joe. Or sit back, relax and enjoy the smuggling. Smuggler's Cove, Birmingham, the perfect day out for all the family. Smuggler's Cove, Birmingham, London, operated by Peacock, Grumble Entertainment Limited. Smuggler's Cove, Birmingham, tax no responsibility, permanent injury, loss of life or blindness caused by attending Smuggler's Cove, Birmingham. Hello, I'm Dan Reeves, and welcome to Very Important, Very Serious, the podcast where we take a deep dive into a wonderful world of nonsense to see what treasures it can throw up for us. Uh, no, no, uh, I don't know what, what, how, how do you, what, what, what am I supposed to Joining me today with his beef beard and bulging sack of Kendall mint cake, it's the Sherpa of sadness, it's Adam Furman. Your curly locks are killing me and I I must confess I like your knees look like trees when I'm not with you I lose my mind give me a sign curly brown boy oh yeah you that was yeah. great did you write it yourself I did sounded yeah. familiar yeah you're not wearing any of the leather that she wears in um you know when well, she that big sort of um exposes red her, uh... leather cat suit yeah um, okay. Are you well? I'm well, actually. Yeah, yeah. I'm um, I'm a little late today. I'm sorry. Actually, no, I was on time, wasn't I? <clears throat> yeah, no, I've been away back at the ca- uh, the family house. Um, back yeah. at the time capsule. Yeah, since we last did the podcast, we were talking about uh, the uh, kind of 80s time warp theming of the interior of my mum and dad's house. Yeah. Uh, they've since then tried to um, upgrade, mate. I think I, think I might have... Um, Accidentally upset them a little bit. Have they heard the show? Uh, yeah, they have heard the show. Yeah, um, right. you know, I mean, it could. Yeah, uh, but basically, all they've done is now just covered up all the, uh, the the lights that they have in the house with these um these kind of weird lampshades, and it, okay. it looks more like a, a brothel now. Um, I'm not sure well, why they've done that. Laura Ashley. I'm assuming. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it is Laura Ashley. It actually. is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah very. Always yeah. discounted. Always saying they're closing down. Yeah. Like many of those shops, we're closing down. Come on, yeah. come buy some more shit. Who is Laura Ashley? Um, I believe she is a established purveyor of tat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I wonder if she's just as fictional as uh, Uncle Ben or Dr. Oetker. Mm. I'm glad that you can pronounce that because I always said Oetka and I don't know how, how you say that. No, it's definitely Dr. Oetker. But he is actually a real German doctor. Is he the doctor that, that did that Channel 4 program? Mm. The one that where they dismember bodies? No, embarrassing bodies. I don't know. Oh, that's no. looking at people's. No, it was um, a guy that STIs. pretty much just like de- like I, I don't know why it was on TV. Yes, I remember him, and he was in a Bond film as well. Was he actually? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, because it was fitting for a villain. Doctor Urker just sells discount pizzas, but just, we've we've yeah. spoken about him many many times. Although before. some of the toppings on his pizzas do look like pieces of lung. Uh, at that price point, which is what one pound forty for not a as compared pizza. to Iceland. No, no, they're not. No. Where's that meat coming from? I, I, is it meat though? It's not. It's probably not me. Well, no. it was horse a few years ago. Is it horse, yeah. yeah. Uh, how is your beef beard and your sack of Kendall mint cake? I mean, I, I mean, at the moment, it's yeah. It has. It's had a trim. It got a little longer. Looks nice. I started to catch a lot of. Um, what have I been eating the last few days? I've been back with mum and dad. It's a treat. Uh, they cook for me. Oh, well, at least mum cooks for me. Mm. And uh, yeah, I've been getting loads of different types of meat every night. I forgot what it's like to have like your meat, veg, and potato. Yeah, basically the, the every three day. combo. Yeah, variation of lamb chops. Uh, but uh, but yeah, no, dad's really gone into southern fried chicken, and it's weird because I can't picture a father figure eating yeah. out of a KFC bucket no and yet when you watch it it's it's well it's actually quite disturbing yeah it's like yeah. that sort of reminds me of seeing my dad sort of browsing Instagram it's just something I should never never see he, he actually coincidentally does browse Instagram with an iPad whilst eating the chicken yeah. hmm. before we move on oh yeah we've got to talk about trug you you said this to me a few days ago you said the word trug 
Please explain what that word means. Okay, uh, right. Well, uh, it goes back through my ancestors. My nan was a trug, um, and my, my great nan was a trug. Trugman, a trug, trugler, trug, trugler. Yeah, my, my nan was a trugler, and then my great nan was a trugler, and then the great great nan was a trugler too. And there, there was a trio of truglers basically, and they all basically were when they they go down to castles at fates, uh, and they would uh, whittle trug. Hang on, um, F- you mean fates at castles? A, a, a castle fates. Oh, a castle based. In, and they okay. would whittle trug um, okay. out of uh, you know a wood, uh, and and then and then bow it, and and then in trug would put uh, many different types of uh, you know heather and dried um, dried. Flowers. Hour. So yeah. a trug is a what a sort of a basket on wheels. A basket on wheels, yeah, and and you can wheel it around. Um, uh, yeah. So. Just thinking, mm. no, I don't want no trug. A trug is a wicker basket on wheels. I can sell <laughs> lavender from a fate at a castle inside. Okay. Uh, I- <laughs> And there was a guy that had a great name who I always remember. Um, he was very fitting of, of a trugman. Uh, yeah. he, he was named. He was called Reg. Reg Trug. Reg the Trugman. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And he would wheel in his trug. And uh, <laughs> Laura Ashley could have a trug full of, full of tat. Yeah, absolutely, she could. She would be a great trug. It's tr- Ashley's trug tat. Tr- tr- truggler. She would be a good truggler. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, that's good. I had a yeah. scary moment at the house yesterday. Oh. I came in through the corridor. And I kicked off my shoes. And as I did, I looked down and I was greeted by the tiniest pair of shoes you could possibly imagine. Absolutely tiny. So, you know, you get that rush of adrenaline. That hit me all of a sudden. And I was stalking through the house, convinced a street child had broken in (coughs) and was trying to pilfer jam or cheese or sugar from me. Um, Now, it turned out to belong to the cleaner. She has incredibly small feet. Are we talking like the size of a paracetamol? Uh, yeah, maybe yeah. smaller. Yeah. Uh, I actually got her to go and get the shoes, put them back on in front of me to prove they were hers so I could then relax and think there's not a child in the <laughs> that house. Is, she sat at the bottom of your stairs and put them on. them on, yeah, like a child. Um, even at our age, would you agree that we're still learning all the time? Always discovering every day something new, something yeah. amazing to be found. Yes. Um, you had a bit of a revelation a few days ago, didn't you? I've had a few. I'm out. Someone's just told me that truffles aren't just chocolates, mate. Um, apparently, you can take a pig uh, down to the forest, let it off the lead, and uh, apparently, it will it will hunt out this uh, this, uh, this 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 truffle, this fungal fungal treat uh, that it catches in its nose, um, and then scoops up and takes back to its uh, owner. Yeah, that's absolutely... is that real? Yes, it is true. You yeah. didn't know that? No, I didn't. Well, no. Well, you did you know that? I know that. Yes, I found that. On I Google. went to school. Apparently, there's like kind of like you know that type of man that just goes around and was like. And it's not a man; it's a pig. You know, like you, you human, um, kind of have a human wheelbarrow. Mm. I pitch. I think it's with the, with the pig. They get the bat legs and they they take it around <laughs> the forest like a kind of pig hoover. Yeah, like a like a swine barrow. A swine barrow. <laughs> Just p- pushing it through the woods. Uh, Swine barrow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I like the idea of it almost making like a metal detector sound as it approaches the truffle. <laughs> yeah. Hold it! Hold it! Hold it! Okay, dig it down. Dig it down. God, <laughs> oh, that's me making myself feel sick. I can't. Oh, he's <laughs> found the biggest bloody truffle this side of Hunstanton. I can't believe it. That's absolutely yeah, the, true, though. The, the, yeah. The tr- tr- and, and I guess you t- that's when you need a trug as well. You could take, you know, the truffle trug. A trug is a perfect, yeah. If you're hunting for truffles with a swine barrow in the other hand or strapped to your waist, you'd, you'd have a trug full of the collected truffle trug. Yeah. And he, yeah. Re- Reg in the truffle trug. Reg truffle There's trug. A children's book. We should maybe write that. Yeah. Um, Brilliant. Can I just try something? Yeah. <clears throat> 
Hello, Beppe. All right there, Beppe. Hello, Beppe. How are you doing there, Beppe, mate? Oh, good to see you, Beppe. Down the market, is it now, Beppe? Oh, Beppe, you're looking well, Beppe oh, boy. Oh, I'm feeling all right today. Yeah, and you, Beppe? Oh, Beppe, please. Oh, please, and Beppe. I'm on my knees begging for Beppe. Oh, cheese and ham sandwich for Beps. Oh, Beppe Pep. <laughs> oh, Pep to Beppe, Bismol, Beppe. You can't beat Beppe. <laughs> <clears throat> Moving on. Um, Mums. Most of us have them. But do we always understand them? Especially as they get older, mums can use mum language in such a way that it becomes hard for non-mums, such as ourselves, to understand. Adam Furman, do you think you can speak mum? I can, mm, I can understand mum. Okay. Well, not, you can understand mum, but you couldn't speak mum. Yeah, it's hard. I could translate. It's a bit like being able to speak French, but not being able to write it. Absolutely. I mean, like, um, yeah, that mum's usually speaking, um, uh, uh, you know, kind of um, short-bursted, um, irate, uh, yeah. kind of uh, upbeat, but at the same time passive um, tone. And, yeah. and, 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 you know, it's uh, always something to do with, uh, uh, well, being late. Or, or or cleaning uh, the the yeah the toilet yeah uh, I mean it's a generalisation but yeah. I'll go with it um, oh, sorry sorry mum I'd like to put your mum language knowledge to the test okay as we play a brand new game on the show this is what's mum talking about what did she just say I didn't quite catch that could she say it again look out mum's about what she doing and what she's saying you'll have to guess from the clues what mum is talking about. If you get all the clues correct, then you'll surely win a great prize. So let's play the game, let's get ready to see what Mum is talking about. Lovely. Welcome to What's Mum Talking About, the game that tests your ability to understand Mum Chat. This is how the game works. I'm going to play you a series of cryptic Mum clues, uh, and you're going to have to decipher the Mum Chat and tell me what Mum is talking about. Okay. Do you have any questions about how the game operates and works? No, I'm fairly well versed in mum. I should be. I, okay. should, I should breeze this. I'm going to play the first clue. Here we go. Paper parcel wrap, brown crusty bits, white inside, wooden cutlery, green paste in a pot, and a lovely bit of white sprinkle. Oh, that's that's like um, that's mum. That's mum cake. It's not mum cake. Is it not? Here we go. Oh, is it ma 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 marzipan? Ma marzipan. Seeing you really think about it is, is great. That's <coughs> is that that? So wait, no, hang on. Is, is ma mum mum's mum's version of Play-Doh? Is that home home mum? No, you far you were closer with food. Oh, I'm yeah. queuing up. I mean, this this, this is a different type of mum. I don't know whose whose mum is that. Uh, I've got no idea. No, I've just found her. Okay, <clears throat> I, that that's a real native tongue of mum. Okay, let's reveal the correct answer. Can't get that one. I was talking, of course, about fish and chips. Fish and chips. Of course it was fish and chips. There you go. I, well, okay. All right. She pulled the uh, wool over my eyes that time. Yeah. Uh, okay. You got that wrong. Let's yeah, see if yeah. you fare better now. Yeah. This is clue number two. Quick and light, chunky bits of Mr Porky, hot or cold, crumble crust, share with Sue or all for me for tea. What was that? Is that a pie? Close. That is. I'm almost tempted to give it to you. That is a that is a pie of sorts. That is um tough. I want to say pork pie, but it's not because it's not light. I can't. Ah, uh, this is this is a tough mum. Let's hear Come what on. the answer is. 
I was talking, of course, about Quiche Lorraine. Ah, Quiche Lorraine. Lorraine. Mr. Porky, crumble crust, yeah. share with Sue or just for her. That's one of my favourite mum dishes as yeah. well. Quiche Lorraine, and I, Controversial, but I do enjoy a bit of, uh, and she knows mine, this is a, a, probably a different one, but uh, salad cream on the side. Wow, okay. Yeah. Uh, clue number three, here we go. Yeah. Choo-choo, fruity choo-choo, a nice big bag for the car. Unwrap, suck and see and savour, all the reds for me. What's she talking about? Could be wine gums. Is it? It's clear, it you are good. Close again. It's something like wine gums. I know, I, I, but I, I know it's like Jolly Ranchers or something, but they're American. It's English, uh, but it's oh. no longer called what it used to be called. Uh, oh, oh, Starburst. But it was called... Oh, um, uh, uh, hang on! No, don't do this to me. I've got. I know this. That uh, opal fruits made to yes, make your correct. mouth water. I was talking, of course, about opal fruits. Yes. Well oh. done. That's one point one, so far. One for mum. Do number four. Fold it flat. Take a pick in the lounge, kitchen table, feet up, sticky fingers. Hold it flat, take a bit in the lounge, kitchen table, feet up, sticky fingers. This is my mum. iPad. There we go. (laughs) Correct. Yes. I was talking, of course, about my iPad. Lovely. Although it is called the mum pad. Mum pad, if used by mums. Mm. Final question. Here we go. Listen carefully. Starting from low, all the way up we go. Rusty poles are plenty. Pop me up, pop me down. I'll pay the fee. What's mum talking about? Mm. I mean, well, obviously, you think tent, but it's not tent because mums don't use tents. Mm-hmm. That's that's dad. Um, I'm thinking rusty poles. Uh, mm, that's lost on me, that one. Okay, I'm That gonna, is a tough one. That is tough. I'm going to reveal what she was talking about. Here we go. I was talking, of course, about scaffolding hire. Scaffolding hire. Yeah, I mean, I I would argue that's more of a dad chat. That's that's, but I will, you know, I'll give it to mum. Fair I, enough. I, that's quite a sexist comment, to be honest. Oh. <laughs> Don't you think? Can can a mum not hire some scaffolding? Hmm. Well, there you go. I think you, <laughs> you scored one I actually, point. That felt like mum. <laughs> yeah, and I did that as well. I sort of looked down and I looked up at you. I just need some glasses. Mm? Yeah. I actually want to. I want to track that. I'm really sorry, mum. I'm sorry. Well, that was What's Mum Talking About? Mm. So let's play the game, let's get ready to see what mum is talking about. Lovely. Let's get back in the mood. Okay, go on. Are you ready? Yes. This is the 30-second challenge. Uh. Adam Furman, you have... Wait. No, you have 30 seconds to talk about salmon. Three, two, one, salmon. It streams uh, pink and, you know, Christmas all the time. Uh, A scrambled egg, uh, a dash of pepper. I like lime, but it's controversial. Lemon's the one. Um, uh, You know, uh, you fishmongers, um, you know, speaking to them all the time in in fishman talk. Uh, The way they talk is uh, fish. Uh, They like, uh, you know, the salmon are 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 friends with the trout. Sometimes accidentally buy trout, upset when I do, because it's not as nice. And uh, I (laughs) For salmon, um. very good. Well done. You you have you have issues with buying trout over salmon. I don't like it when they confuse me in Tesco's with with trout and it looks like salmon. Yeah. Okay. Moving on. Brown bread and butter. And no, it's stopped now. Oh, okay. Um, I'm sure we can all relate to this. We've been sitting at home or at work, perhaps on the tube, minding our own business, when suddenly that familiar niggling thought pops into the back of our head. 
who would win between a butcher and a baker? Yeah. Now... Now, I've had that thought in my mind for well over five years, uh, and now it's time for us to finally put it to rest. And what better way to do that than to get a real-life butcher and a real-life baker, call them up, and force them to battle it out on the show. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Clash of the Titans. Two contestants, five questions. Only one will emerge victorious. This is Clash of the Titans. Baker versus Butcher. Welcome to Clash of the Titans, Baker versus Butcher. In the next minute, we will find out once and for all who is the true champion. On line one, I should have Baker Tony. Baker. Hello. And on line two, Butcher Martin. Oh yeah. Okay, you both know the rules. Five questions, no hesitation, no conferring, only one winner. Let's play Clash of the Titans. Question one, train station lunch. Butcher. Uh, Cornish pasty in a seven up. Baker. Raw cocktail, hot chocolate. Butcher wins. Question two, toothpaste. Baker. Aquafresh, Max White. Butcher. Uh, Arm and hammer, squeezy. Hesitation, Baker has it. Question three, biscuit and tea. Butcher Martin. Uh, Yorkshire, chocolate hobnob. Baker. Gently, custard cream. Butcher wins. Question four, favourite type of coin. Baker. Two pence piece, polished. Butcher Martin. Five pence piece, Millennium Dome Edition. Baker has it. Butcher showboating. It's down to the Fifth and final question now, get ready, here we go. This will decide the champion. Scrambled or poached eggs, Baker. I don't eat eggs. Butcher Martin. Uh, poached. Butcher wins. Yes. Butcher wins. Wow, there you go. Congratulations to Butcher Martin. Martin, how are you feeling? He's gone. Is he? He's gone. Yeah, I um, that was phenomenal. I just got to say that really, that really was um, an imp- impressive uh, battle. Um, so we know that in a battle of wits between a butcher and a baker, a butcher would win. That may be dependent on the butcher in question, but generally they are much for likeness. Yeah, I think so. Um, okay, moving on. Oh, excuse me. Text through here um, from Julia Bradbury from the One Show. She says, "Doing yeah. a show for BBC, Julia Bradbury walks around looking at stuff." I look at old rivers, old castles, and speak to a four-foot-tall craftsman called James, who makes bricks from hay. Can you and Adam please promote on show? I don't like her. I don't want to promote her show. In a way, by reading out her text, I've sort of done that. Mm. Well, okay. okay, well, we can yeah, redact it. If I said to you, Adam Furman, you are crapulous and covered in snow broth, what would I mean? Um, that's, um, what's, a, what's a snow broth? I would be saying that you're sick from overeating and you're covered in freshly melted snow. Oh, I see. These are some British words that have been lost over time. Wow. Yeah. Crapulous and snow broth. I wonder if we did a few more. Do you think you could guess any of them? Definitely. Um, Let's set the tone with some uh, oldie times background music. So this is the first one. Fubar Garrett. Fubar Garrett. What does that mean? Fubar Garrett, I know this. It's, it's like, a, like a welding. Uh, put, put it a stick in the fu- welding stick. It's not a welding stick. No. Fubar Garrett is an 1820s word for a wealthy man. Used in a sentence, you might say, I'd marry him over the skinny blacksmith, son. He's a complete Fubar Garrett. Mm, okay. 
well, um, I'll have to start reintroducing that into into the uh, the, the lexicon. Yeah. Uh, so Alan Sugar is a Foo Bar Garrett. He yeah okay right. Peter now, Jones yeah, is I a see. Foo Bar Garrett. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that helps. Yeah. Some of the men out there might be Foo Bar. Are uh, they Garretts. all definitely all Foo Bars? Um, number two, Jollocks. Hmm. What's a Jollocks? It's uh it's it's a it's a it is some sort of upbeat Cockney. An upbeat Cockney. Yeah. Incorrect. Jollocks is a 1780s term for, I'm just trying to phrase this appropriately for 2020, mm. someone who's on the heavier side of the spectrum. Okay. In a sentence, you might say, oh my God, look at the size of that giant Jollocks. It's literally destroying the entire buffet. Number three, Zantimbood. Yeah. What's what Zantimbood? That is, that is when you've been scorned. Um, mm-hmm. By a, um, a authoritative man. Close. This is a term from the 1640s that literally means to intentionally confuse or to bamboozle. Used in a sentence, it might sound like the bank clerk sat in stunned silence. She had been fully zantimbooed. Zantimbooed. And that is okay. the end of that segment. Yeah. There's no name for the segment. It's just called Old Words Guess the Meaning. I, I yeah. Now, I don't know about you, mm. um, but I feel there's certain groups of people in the UK today who get overlooked, who don't get their fair share, who are always last in line. Shunned, if you like. Yes. And one of these groups is blokes. We all know a bloke, a top bloke, mm. a boy bloke, a best bloke, mm. but we never really give them the time of day. Not anymore. Me and you are going to change that. Last week, I put an advert out in a major London paper asking people to keep an eye out for blokes uh, and then to call us in and tell us uh, what blokes they've seen. The response was overwhelming. Right. So let's get into it. This is Bloke Watch. Who's that bloke? He's a top bloke, that lad. Bloke I knew used to have a brass arm. Bloke's over there look like a good lad. Bloke I used to work with used to wash his shoes each morning in Greece. Never seen that bloke. Yeah, smart bloke used to work with computers. Loads of blokes. Top bloke, that lad. I loved every blokey bit of the bloke. Bloke watch. Hello and welcome to Bloke Watch, the show where we look for blokes and then talk about them. On the line, I should have Steve from Shepherd's Bush. Um, hello, Steve. Hello. Steve, uh, you've apparently seen a bloke only yesterday. Tell us a bit more about him. Yeah, I seen this bloke in Shepherd's Bush yesterday. Had a load of old copper pipe in the back of this mower. A real bang-down clapper it was. I said to him, I said, you want to watch that metal bloke? Someone will have that quick off your back. He laughed. He said, they're free to take it, bloke. I'm only watching it for another bloke. I just stood there cracking up. Said to myself, what a top bloke. <laughs> Wow, thanks, Steve. Thank you so much. Top bloke, that lad. I loved every blokey bit of the bloke. Bloke watch. Well, there you go. Uh, that was bloke watch. Another one of those next time. Fantastic segment, that. Um, <laughs> this, uh, we've got some time still. We've got a few minutes yeah. until we get to two o'clock uh, to do some listeners' questions. Excellent. Um, let's set the tone uh, with, with some music. Get your, uh, your priest hat on, Adam Furman, and uh, see if we can help out this person. Wetting my priest mouth. This is from Simon in Chester. Simon writes, Dear Dan and Adam, I've been married to my wife now for over 35 years. As I'm sure you can both understand, this is a great deal of time to spend with anyone, and it would also be fair to say that after a while, things can get a little stale. 
In order to remedy this, I've gone behind her back and created a charming but dangerous alter ego called Captain Calamari. Captain Calamari is a 17th century pirate with an insatiable lust for deep-fried calamari. It's always on his mind, he craves it, he desires it. For example, if my wife Anne begins to speak about the children's schooling or perhaps a medical concern, I'll sit quietly, appearing to be paying full attention. But in fact, I'll be imagining myself aboard a huge galleon in the Caribbean Sea, roaring with laughter and pillaging fried calamari from quiet port towns. I've even taken to hiding a large dinner plate of calamari in our airing cupboard. If I wake up in the night, I simply march to the cupboard and using my hands will feed from the large squid-laden plate which sits atop a pile of multicoloured bathroom towels. How can I stop? What can I do? Please help. Uh, well, I, I mean, I think we've all been there. Definitely uh, all been I there. I am a fiend for calamari. Um, maybe it's not a case of... of, of <clears throat> Stopping, but moving into another form of calamari. Uh, I do like a Chinese version of the calamari. So you could, which, which would be, I, I actually squid. I don't. What do you call it? Oh, like a salt and pepper squid. Salt and pepper squid. That yeah. one. Yeah, I like that. So you could you could go that way. You've got to basically just try and move into another area because I think you know there's nothing wrong with a bit of make believe. You've just got to try and segue into a different <laughs> area. Um, so yeah, maybe explore the different cuisines that involve, you know, squid, and yeah, okay. uh, move to another area. Okay, um, good. Or, yeah. Well, so Adam's recommendation is keep doing what you're doing, mm. but but simply change the dish. Or, um, yeah, or, or get a, a pirate ship, and, or, or leave your wife, and leave your wife. So um, Simon in Chester, I think I called you Steve before. I apologise. I hope that helps. Uh, and that that's the end of listeners' questions. Good. We are coming to the end of this week's episode. Uh, a quick request, if you've got this far, there may be a small chance you actually enjoyed the show. Uh, so if you have a moment, please leave us a review on iTunes. Even if you say we're terrible, that's still good. Um, that's what most of them say. And I, do I, we them, do yeah. enjoy reading those. We do, um, we do, yeah. we do read them. Yeah. Uh, and of course, you can subscribe and follow us on Spotify, iTunes and Amazon Music. Thanks for listening. And as always, middle of the road, thanks to Adam Furman. Thank you very much, sir. It's been a pleasure being here once again. Say goodbye. Goodbye. Say goodbye as the Sherpa of Sadness. <laughs> goodbye. Do join us again next week for a load more nonsense. Goodbye. I, uh, opal fruits. <laughs>